Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Burrow is a furniture company known for timeless design and thoughtful construction and free shipping. And that extends to their outdoor collection. Their outdoor furniture is built to withstand the elements. Featuring rust-proof stainless steel hardware, weather-ready teak, and quick-dry foam cushions. For Memorial Day, get 15% off your Burrow purchase at burrow.com slash ACAST and up to 25% off outdoor. That's up to 25% off outdoor furniture at burrow.com slash ACAST. I can, they're the only thing I can imagine that split like midriff up and down. What about a mermaid? Oh yeah, mermaid as well. Fish on the bottom. But do you really want fish on the bottom? Uh, I don't want to get into that. (laughs) Fish on both sides. (laughs) Well, hello... Pod gang. Hello, pygmy goats. Hello, goat gang. Welcome to season three. So featuring season three of um of the goat podcast, aka the greatest podcast of all time, the greatest podcast that will ever and has ever exist, featuring as v v dog middle v dog middlemost that's me has already pointed out mon cat mon chat as i believe it's known in el francais el francais <laughs> el francais <laughs> perfect <laughs> welcome back to season three if you're not new around here if you are new around here well this is goats the show where every week we try and take a thing and pick the goat of it. Um, it's a particularly highbrow concept, and it took us a long time to come up with. Um, and we'll basically keep going until we either crown the greatest of all time of literally every subject, or one of us dies, or we get a book deal, whichever comes first. So I'm this week's host. My name's Seb. Um, you might know me as one of the many producers on the hit podcast, Red Handed. And I'm just... <laughs> And I'm joined today by my two very close associates and acquaintances, Michael and V-Dog Vinny. Hello. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. Good evening. Good evening. Get all your bases. I was going to ask, how was everyone's Christmas? But that feels like a long time ago. Yeah. Yeah. That was a really long time ago, actually. Yeah. Any big news? Any big news? Uh, no. <laughs> I, hurt, I hurt my wrist playing World of Warcraft last night. That's a real low point in my life. <laughs> That's not good. That's not That's good, good at all. all. How did you manage that? Do you what? How did you manage that? 
I don't know. It's just my wrist has been hurting all day today, and I think it's because of like repetitive strain injury or something. I'm literally like fucking, oh, you know, the, no. the kids in South Park in that episode where they're like oh, no life thing no. World of Warcraft. That's so much funnier because I actually am, I think, getting repetitive strain injury in this finger from like real work like using tools Doing and bending work, cables yeah. and stuff and you're like <laughs> fucking your key binds are too far away <laughs> <laughs> that's so funny man that's so funny well that was a godlike story Vinny speaking of gods <laughs> let's crack on with this, this. <laughs> Speaking of gods, let's crack on with this week's subject. Before we had science, gods were our explanation for existence. They explained why the sun shined, or our crops had failed, or why, for some reason, it was okay to stone women and gay people. Over the course of human history, there have been thousands of civilizations praying to tens of thousands of gods. But which god was best? Who had the coolest powers? Who had the sickest origin story? And most importantly, who had the tightest abs? <laughs> well, there's only yeah. one way to find out. And that's asking two people with little to no knowledge of the subject to ramble for about 15 minutes before we come to some sort of half assed conclusion and then just crack on with the next episode. So uh, who wants to go first? Me, please. Well, Vinny V-Dog Middlemost. V-Dog's got his hand up. After you. Well, you don't even need to say that he's got his hand up because obviously people can watch oh, his yeah. episodes now. Oh, yeah. If you want to see V-Dog's injured World of Warcraft hand. Which one is it? Let's see it. Is it in bandage? It's the left hand. Oh, no. mate, it looks bad. <laughs> <laughs> it looks horrendous, isn't it? Yeah. yeah. Mate, you're going to need to go to like a twig. He can't. He's, they're on strike, mate. You're going to have to just like... You know, oh self-medicate or something. Self-heal yourself. Can you imagine if you got a World of Warcraft injury... And then it became a life-changing injury because they were on strike. I'm living that right now. I yeah. don't have to imagine it. <laughs> Vinny. God damn. Distract yourself by telling us about the greatest God and pray to them and hope that your World <laughs> of Warcraft wrist is solved. <laughs> You've got WoW wrist. <laughs> oh, I've got nerd wrist, mate. Okay. So the god I'm going to talk about today, he wasn't born a god, but he earned it through sheer hard work, determination, and pure talent. And he completely changed the world as we know it. Upon his birth, he was called Edson Arantesto Nascimento, but he wouldn't keep this name for long. For once no. the world saw his awesome powers later on, they would crown him a new name. Pele. No, God! No, God, please, no! 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 Are so you first, joking? so first of all, I'm gonna to explain to you uh, goal contributions per ninety. <laughs> you bastard! 
No, I'm joking. Oh, <laughs> oh thank God for that. Oh, dear. Thank, thank Pele for that. Thank Pele for that. <laughs> May his golden ball oh, shine, no. down, shine down on us. No, but the, the real gods I'll be talking about today, again, also actually wasn't born a god. He was born a mortal. And he was even born a hermaphrodite, if you can believe it. He was orphaned at a young age. In his teenage years, he was part of a gang in which he stole, robbed, and even sold his body for prostitution, just so that he could live. That was until he met a soldier by the name of Nerevar, who saw something in this orphan. They became friends, and the orphan decided to take on a new name in the process. That being... Pele. (laughs) 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 No, no, not Pele. That being Vivek. Now, Vivek also saw something great in Nerevar, as, as he would often talk about overthrowing the foreign overlords one day. And later on in their lives, Nerevar had progressed through the chain of command, so much so that he had literally become the absolute military leader of his people, known as the Kaima. With the help of his friend Vivek, his wife Almalexia, and the scholar Sothasil, the Kaima retook their land, homeland, for the people. And in doing so, Vivek and the two others were granted as Nerevar's closest advisors and became known as what's called the Tribunal. After a short period of peace, tensions started to rise between the Kaima and the people known as the Dwemer, when it was found out that the Dwemer had discovered the physical heart of a god known as Lorcan in the middle of a huge volcano in the centre of the island next to the Kaima homeland, known as Red Mountain. What the fuck are you talking about? <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about the goat gods. Right. What, what, what's confusing? I just don't know who these people are. Is this Greek, Norse, Scouse? <laughs> you know, it's, it's, from, it's from a while ago, so... Right. Is this from League of Legends? No, it's not from League of Legends. Is it from a video game? So anyway, (laughs) (laughs) it's somehow worse than (laughs) Pele. Yeah. (laughs) Oh god! I'm doing a Gandalf. Yes, and I don't give a damn. Go to season three, kicking off in style. We've literally start as we finish. Torturing Zemek again and again, week after week after week. <laughs> right, I'm carry on. Tell us about the drummer and the volcano. I want to know where this is going. What fucking game is this anyway? Is this Skyrim or some shit? I always say Skyrim and I'm always wrong. Uh, it's the same series, it's Morrowind. Sweet, let's go. Right. So yeah. The Dwemer had developed special tools with great powers, which allowed them to utilize this heart of Lorcan. And the power was seen as an abomination to the Kaima people and their religion. And also, because it was super powerful, they were a bit scared that they would be, you know, enslaved again, basically. So, Nerevar decided to wage war on the Dwemer in an attempt to stop them from using this power. And once the Kaima people started marching upon Red Mountain, 
the high priest of the Duema decided to utilise the tools as a last-ditch effort to try and win the war, but in doing so, the entire population, bar one of them, of the Dwemer completely vanished in the process, never to be seen of and never to be heard of ever again. And if you've ever played Skyrim, you'll you'll you've you've come you've come across Dwemer ruins, the Dwarven mm. ruins, and like they were just left there because every single one of them, except for this one dude you meet in Morrowind, were all basically just completely vanished from the earth, like forever, and nobody knows why. So you meet someone in Morrowind. Do, do, so is he a Dwemer guy? Yeah, you meet the last the last dwarf. What do they look like? Because, like, I've only ever played Skyrim and you never see what they look like. It's always been left to the imagination. Um, this particular dwarf isn't in good shape when you meet him. Like, he's hundreds and hundreds of years old. Right, yeah. He basically contracted a disease which doesn't let him die. It's kind of like he's kind of like a living zombie. Yeah, yeah. And he's kind of kept in this chamber where, like... No one else can really see him, um, and he he his he's got like his legs are like you know the robot spider things you find in the dwarven ruins, like his legs are like that, but he's like really really like obese as well, like he can't really move around much, but yeah. So the dwemer are all fucked off, and now Dagoth, a loyal friend of Nerevar, was tasked with looking after the tools whilst Nerevar and his council decided what their fate would be, but much like the One Ring from Tolkien's Middle Earth. Wink to Mork, that is. <laughs> Throwback. <laughs> Throwback to Lord of the Rings. Maybe that's what I picked. <laughs> Except it's again, that least smirk goes away. <laughs> <laughs> He's like, you fucking better not. <laughs> I swear to God, if you've not picked a real god, I will be fuming. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe carry on. <laughs> I'm already annoyed. <laughs> It's fine, don't worry. But yeah, mu- much like the One Ring from Tolkien's Middle Earth uh, book series, you might have heard of it, uh, <laughs> Dagoth became corrupted by the tools as he started to wield them for his own. When Nerevar and the council returned to the Red Mountain, they found Dagoth had gone mad and started calling himself dagoth Ur, like a supervillain or something. He refused to relinquish the Dwemer tools. They fought, and Dagothar was defeated. But in that fight, Nerevar also perished. Now, some sources stated that Nerevar was killed by Dagothar, but other sources actually state that it was actually his loyal council, that being Vivek, his wife Almalexia, and the scholar Sothasil, who saw their chance to wield this great power for themselves and murdered their trusted friend, breaking their oaths in the process. But now that Nerevar is dead, the tribunal were free to use the Dwemer tools to shed the robes of mortality and ascend to godhood. And when they returned to the Kaima people as living gods, they were worshipped as the succession of their traditional three deities. One of these deities, Azura, was so repulsed by this act that she cursed the entire Kaima race, turning their golden skin into an ashen grey skin. The Kaima had now become the Dunmer, or Dark Elves. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And the three living gods kept their name as the tribunal, but essentially they became the people's new religion. 
And using their newfound powers, Almalexia decided to change her skin back to her original golden colour. Sothasil kept his as grey, but Vivek, wanting to be part of all people, kept one half of his body grey, like the Dunmer, and returned the other half to being golden. So it was kind of like split down the middle as to represent all of his people, both old and new. Vivek was more or less the head of this tribunal, and they ruled Morrowind as god-kings for hundreds of years. And in that time, a new city was erected in Vivek's honour, and was actually named after him, as well as becoming the new capital city of Vardenfall, which is the island in the middle of Morrowind. Vivek would live in the palace there, but then one day, the deity of chaos, and I think insanity, Shea-Gorath, was bored silly and decided to throw a meteor down at this new city just for the fuck of it. And with a raise of his hand, Vivek stopped the meteor in the air and kept it floating above the city as a reminder of his awesome power. And also because he kind of held the city at gunpoint at that point because how like deities work in Elder Scrolls is if they get a lot of their power from people believing them as being powerful so they get a lot of power through like faith so if the people were to stop believing in him being like this almighty being his power basically wouldn't be able to hold up the meter anymore and would then fall up down and kill everyone so he's kind of holding the entire city at gunpoint yeah. that's quite well. clever that's cool yeah man. that's kind of cold that is kind of cold yeah it's pretty fucked and his meteor was also later mined out and became a prison for people who opposed the new religion. It became known as the Ministry of Truth, and people would go there to get brainwashed into believing all sorts of shit. Now, Vivek even wrote his own sort of version of the Bible and distributed it to the dumber people, naming it the 36 Lessons of Vivek. And much like our real-world-life Bible, the book contains stories and fables and proverbs which shows... Vivek's power, but also his love for his people, as well as being full of like metaphors uh, and like moral stories, basically. And it's rumored that the real life writer of the 36 Lessons of Vivek, a man named Michael Kirkbride, who did most of the lore for Morrowind, wrote the entire thing in a week long binge of whiskey, amphetamines, and magic mushrooms within a motel room <laughs> that he locked himself in. Wow. You're more and more convincing me that this is a genuine religious text. It's not. <laughs> <laughs> Just remember that, Seb. <laughs> Only neckbeards believe this as a real religion and follow it, really. <laughs> now, one of these lessons, and, uh, a particular lesson in, in particular, uh, was a good sentence. One of these lessons tells about how Vivek became the sort of wife of the deity of slavery, vampirism, and rape, known as Molag Bal. And in their time together, they had enough sex for Vivek to birth thousands of their children before Vivek decided to bite off Molag Bal's penis and fashion it into a, into a spear. Jesus. He then used the spear to kill all of their children. <laughs> I don't know what story, like moral, what you're supposed to get from that, but it's really fucked up, yo. (laughs) 
Yeah, <clears throat> sweet. <laughs> <laughs> sweet, dude. <laughs> Is that like, that's like the no Russian mission in Modern Warfare 2. <laughs> <laughs> the mission where you have to bite on Marlboro's cock and fatten his spear and then murder and then just... Everest, all his kids. <laughs> <laughs> She's just like, remember, no Russian. <laughs> <laughs> Now, after the events of Elder Scrolls III Morrowind, whereby the reincarnation of Nerevar comes back to destroy the heart of Lorcan and expose the tribunal for the liars and murderers they are, a trial was held against Vivek, and Azura herself actually showed up to this trial in her mortal form, but it turned out the whole thing was just a ploy by Vivek, as in the courtroom, he picked up his spear... Which, as his we know, penis was, spear. was his his cock yeah. spear. Yeah. Cock spear, yeah. Is that made of his own cock? No, no, made no. of Moloch Baal's cock. Oh, of course, made of Moloch Baal's cock, yeah. yeah. <laughs> he shouted, guess what this represents? And then he shoved the thing down Azura's throat. <laughs> which <laughs> <laughs> killed her mortal self and banished her forever from the mortal plane. <laughs> <laughs> she effectively, if we're being honest about it, she deep throated a penis spear. Yeah. He throat fucked Azura to death, essentially. <laughs> right. And is he the one? Are we just going to say that he's the goat god? Is that what you're coming to here? <laughs> yes. For fuck's sake. The Vec then disappeared from the world without a trace, meaning that the meteor that was held up by his magic in the capital city fell down to the earth, killing everyone in the city and causing Red Mountain to erupt, which then displaced the entire population of Ardenfall. The end. <laughs> the end. But Right, and, and you've not got long to do this, Vinny. I'm going to pause the timer and say you've literally got... You've got a minute and 30 seconds to mm. wrap that all up into why on fucking God's earth you think he's the goat. <laughs> I, just think, I just think he's a fascinating character, really. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I, I tried to go down the traditional route of actually picking a mythological god, but I, I was so uninspired that when I had the idea to do this, I just went with it and I had fun doing it. And that was, that's all that's that really what matters. matters. That's that what is matters. all that really matters. All right, well, fair play. Can you just, for me, this isn't coming out of your time, you've run out of that, but can you just explain in like 10 seconds... The, the the story of this guy. So he he's born. He's yep. he's he's a mortal. He's he's a mortal, I should say. Mm. Then another guy steals a hammer. They steal the hammer back. They paint themselves half gold. He bites off a man's penis and turns it into a into a spear. Kills all his children, and then drops a meteor on a city. More or less, yeah. Okay, good. Well, I'm glad we're all on the same. <laughs> I mean, this guy does sound pretty fucking sick. Oh, and he also What's betrayed his... his friend. He also betrayed his friend. Oh, and he also betrayed his friend. Yeah. What's his name? Vivek. Vivek, yeah. Vivek, right. Well, we'll put that in the Vivek pile. I want to say that that pile currently is Vivek and Gandalf. Um, so I'm excited to see what Mork brings to this. Is it going to be Vivek, Gandalf, and Messi? Perhaps. I suspect it might be. I hope it is. Can I just say, if it is, I will walk off this show. 
But before we get to see my unbelievable outburst, if I Michael has done what I think he's done... Uh, uh, you don't know that I haven't picked, like, Odin or something. And I know you have not. How do you know? Because I know you. Well, maybe you don't. This is episode 39. 37. 37. <laughs> this is episode 37. Yeah. I know you. I know what you've done. I might not have done that. I might it's have done a thing. It's going to be messy. I'm 90% sure it's messy. Well, it might not be. I wouldn't I wouldn't I wouldn't be taking that to the bookies. <laughs> <laughs> Whatever that means. <laughs> <laughs> taking that to the bookies. That classic <laughs> saying, I wouldn't be taking that to the bookies. <laughs> You've got to make sure it's written with a question mark. <laughs> I wouldn't be taking that to the bookies. That's the same. Yeah. <laughs> right. Well, <laughs> moving on. Welcome to the prestigious and long-awaited return of... The middle bit. The middle bit. Ooh, it's 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 the middle bit. Drum and bass. Middle bit. <laughs> so, for the middle bit, I thought there was only one real way to go with this. You know how the Romans have lots of funny gods of stuff? Like they've got like a god of fucking flower pots and that. Just fucking get them all in a big list and get you to guess them. Sweet. Cool. So, question one. I'm going to let Michael answer this because, quite frankly, right now he's in my better books because I haven't just listened to 15 minutes of him talking about a fictional religion from a video game. We'll see how that goes. (laughs) That could all turn on its head quite quickly. So, Mork. Yes. The Roman goddess, Clocina. C-L-O-A-C-I-N-A. Cloacina. Cloacina? Yeah. I don't know. Was she A, the Roman goddess of the sewers, B, the Roman goddess of penis washing, C, the Roman goddess of bats? Of bats? Yeah, like... (laughs) Bats. I think sewers. Penis washing, that's ridiculous. Okay. Well... I can confirm, unfortunately, you're right. Yes! Uh, She was the goddess of the sewers, and more importantly, keeping them clean. Mm. Because at the time, as you discussed at great length in your greatest empire, they had the most sophisticated sewers in the world, and they had to keep them clean because they're full of shit. Yes, they are. Sewers are full of shit and fatbergs. Indeed. So, Vinny, question number two. The Roman god... Robogius or Robigus, Robigus, the Roman god Robigus. Is he A, the god of sick llamas, B, the god of cheese, or C, the god of diseased cornfields? <laughs> Pick one. <laughs> I've given you all the information you need. Robogius. And it was C. Wait, no, they didn't have cornfields, did they? Hang on. No. They didn't have llamas, did they? What? They have llamas or cornfields, did they? I thought corn was an American thing. And then llamas are also an American thing, aren't they? Like South American, aren't they? 
I'm just going to make cheese just on the fact that I don't think the, the Romans had llamas and cornfields. Okay, well, Vinny, I've got some good news. For Michael, I can confirm you're wrong. He was the god of diseased cornfields. He watched over the corn fields with his sister, Robogio. <laughs> Robogio! <laughs> Robogio. <laughs> what the fuck name is that? I don't know. It sounds like a Pokemon. I don't know, <laughs> I don't know if they had cornfields. Call us at Google, they did. Robogio, Robogius, Robogamax. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like a slightly more diseased piece of corn every single time. Yeah. Robogamax. <laughs> Until it's literally just mould on the floor. All the oh corn's God. gone. It's got two eyeballs on it. It's just a corner of the cob with eyeballs in the wheelchair. <laughs> a very sickly corner of the cob. A big fat corner of the cob with spider legs. But like the corner, the, the corner's like decaying in the middle, so it like looks like like a bald patch. <laughs> <laughs> He's like losing his hair. <laughs> yeah, but it's corn. Oh hey, Game Freak, God. hit us up. We will design your Pokemon for you. Right. Question number three, and this goes back to Morky Morkison. Sturculus. Stur. I should be better at this. Yeah. But I don't read them out loud until I read them to you. (laughs) Sturk. Sturk. Sturculus. Sturculus. Oh, yeah. Is he A, the god of poo? (laughs) B, the god of jizz? (laughs) Or C, the god of noses? (laughs) Oh, is he the god of jizz? No, he's not the god of jizz. (laughs) There's no god of jizz. Um. Uh, the god of poo. I think he's the god You're of poo. You're going for the god of poo. I think so. Well, I've got some good news. It doesn't mean anything. For you, Mork, it yes. is the god of poo. Yes. He was the god of all things toilet-related and manure. Sweet. And manure. So there, there's a little fun fact for you. I At home, start writing all these down because you can wow... The, uh, the significant other in your life, or if you want to get a significant other, maybe just pull these out at a local bar or any kind of social situation, and um, you're going to weed out the, the nice ones. Question number four. This is for V-Dog, and to be honest with you, to keep you in the game here, because you're on no points and Michael's on two points. Aristius. The god Aristius. Was he A... The god of masturbation. B, the god of cheese. Or C, the god of fish. It's got to be cheese. You can't. I can't get wrong for cheese twice in a row. It's not possible. Mm. Cheese okay, never let me cheese. down. Well, can cheese strike twice? No, it can't. You're right. Oh, yes. Cheese right. He was the rustic god of shepherds, beekeeping, and most importantly, cheese making. Beekeeping? Yeah. Old beehive. So, oh. question number five. Oh. Michael. That's such a bad joke. Yes. For, for point number three for you the god Bacchus. Bacchus. Was he A, the god of dinner parties, B, the god of political parties? Or C, the god of arty farties? Political parties. 
The fuck's an arty farty? Just like arty people, you know? Yeah. Just people who go like, hmm. It's a derogatory oh. term for people who are into art. I know, he's being very slanderous. Sorry, I can only apologise. Well, <laughs> I can also apologise to you because you're getting no points. Oh. Backers was the god of dinner parties and wine and pleasure. Oh, god damn it, Backers. You've mugged yourself off. So you're now still on two points. And V-Dog, you can win this back if you can tell me what Devira was the goddess of. Was she A, the goddess of moons, B, the goddess of spoons, or C, the goddess of brooms? I thought you were going to say goons. (laughs) (laughs) Like thugs. (laughs) The kind of guys who say, I can hear the Batman. Um, I like to think there's there's only one moon orbiting this Earth. And they they probably didn't know about moons, like in an astronomy, you know, actual moons back then. Mm. What was the second one again? Spoons. Spoons or brooms. Moon, spoons, brooms. Or brooms. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, I'm going to go with spoons. You're going to go for spoons? I'm going to go for spoons. Oh. I've got some good news. Oh. For Michael. Yes! It was brooms. brooms. She was the goddess of brooms. Gosh. Specifically the brooms used to purify Roman temples. Didn't he? I Come knew on. that. I, it you was on the tip of my tongue. that. Brooms, man. Do you know what? Because I'm an exciting guy. Because I'm feeling crazy, I'm just going to use up the tiebreaker that I already wrote. And I'm going to say Vinny V-Dog Middlemost. For the chance to draw, you've both got a buzz in when you think you've got the right answer. Michael, if you make the noise, you'll be disqualified. The Roman god Innus was Innus, A, the god of sex, B, the god of fertility, C, the god of livestock, or D, all of the above? All of the above. Michael takes the win all the way home. It was all of the above. Yes. Innes was the god of sex, fertility, and livestock. Hopefully not all at the same time. You wouldn't have included all of the above in your answers if it wasn't going to be that. But then imagine if I had and it wasn't it, and I just fucking tricked you. Then you'd be far cleverer than I. But nay. Hashtag regrets. (laughs) Hashtag regrets. So, with that over and done with, shall we hear what you, Mork, Morkel, Michael, Mork, Mm. have brought to the table for the greatest god? And I still maintain that if it is Lionel Messi, I will jump out of a window. Okay. (laughs) Well, the first god that I thought about doing was not Lionel Messi. Obviously, that would be stupid. I thought about doing Eru Iluvatar, the god from Tolkien's work, because a little bit like Vinny, you know, if all gods are fictional, does it really matter who wrote them down? Probably not. I was like, I'll do that. And then I was like, nah. And then I was like, oh, should I do one of the Roman gods, some kind of god of war or something? And I was like, oh, should I do the god of war? And I was like, nah, because he's not actually a real god either. So then I was like, oh, thinking about it. And oh, I discovered who I should do. A, a real and true actual god, not from this world, not from this realm, from another plane of existence. So 
incredibly powerful that his powers cannot be fully explained in words. And this man, this god, was born in Rosario, Argentina, and his name is Lionel Andres Messi. Oh, fuck. I can't believe you've done this. The true god of football. And he... <laughs> Sent down from heaven to play football. He has scored 793 goals in 1,003 appearances so far, playing the majority of his football in Barcelona. But where does his story start? Well, like I said, he was born in Rosario, Argentina on the 24th of June, 1987. Oh, fuck it with you, sir. <laughs> <laughs> <Got> he... <laughs> I haven't really picked Messi. <laughs> Look at him. <laughs> My face has gone red. I'm so annoyed. <laughs> <laughs> I hope you're proud. Oh, I am proud. You've just shaved an hour off my life of stress. <laughs> yeah, me and Vinny, we did kind of orchestrate the Pele Messe. <laughs> Messe. <laughs> uh, psych. But no, I have not actually picked Messi. You'll be very glad to hear, although he is the god of football. I will not hear otherwise. No, I have picked. You'll be very glad to hear, Seb. A real god. Well, not real, you know, if if none of them are real, but he's real to me. He's cool. He sat atop a mountain. He had abs of steel, long white hair, and he threw fucking thunderbolts. Of course I'm talking about Zeus, the Greek king of the gods. And this is, yeah, Seb, this is real. I'm actually not joking now. I'm, I've actually picked Zeus, okay? Cool, so cool, 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 cool. Panic cool, over. Cool. <laughs> Stop your pacemaker, don't worry, mate. <laughs> But who is Zeus? Where did he come from? Well, to understand that, you need to understand a little bit about the Greek origin story. There was, in the beginning, Uranus and Gaia, the god of creation and the god of, like, space, I guess. They had children, one of them being Kronos. And Gaia told Kronos that in order to become the true god and overtake his father, Uranus, what he needed to do was cut off Uranus's cock and balls and uh, throw them into the sea, which he did, and then, like, out of the boiling blood came, like, a bunch of other gods and titans and stuff, one of them being Aphrodite, if I'm saying that name right, which is the goddess of sex and shit. She came from the cock and balls of Uranus, which is No, no, she wasn't, she wasn't the god of shit. We remember we... Was, yeah, we've already discussed we dis- the god of shit. Discussed the god of the shit. The god of shit was... Oh, for God's sake, yes. Stericulous. Yes, the god obviously. of love and shit. I know what I said, Poopy yeah. Poopy Poobius. <laughs> so Kronos then, Kronos or Kronos, took his mantle as the king of gods and he started having children uh, with Rhea, who was his wife, and there was a prophecy foretold that said that Kronos would eventually be overthrown by his father as well, uh, by his children as well, just like his father was. So what Kronos did was he decided to just eat his children as soon as they were born, which he did. However, when it got to the last born child, Rhea decided, you know what, fuck that, I'm not going to let him eat this one. So he gave him a rock in a blanket 
and he was foolish and he just ate that. <laughs> and so Rhea took Zeus, the child, to be raised on the island of Crete until he could become a man and get his full godly powers. What Zeus then did was he tricked Kronos into drinking some poison, which made him throw up all of his brothers and sisters, just spew them all over the floor. <laughs> and they had a big, massive fight. Zeus led them to the win, and they sent Kronos to Tartarus, which is, like, beneath the underworld. It's like actual hell in, like, Greek mythology. The Underworld's, like, purgatory, I would guess, and then, like, Tartarus is, like, actual hell. Zeus then rose to power, leading the Olympians, as they would now be called, to victory, and he took a seat on the throne of Mount Olympus. He then gave the sea, the power of the sea, to his brother Poseidon, and the power of the Underworld to his brother Hades. So, after rising to power, Zeus would then face an incredibly tough test. Gaia, who was the mother of Kronos, um, she was bit pissed off that her son was sent to Tartarus and he she was like yeah that's a bit fucked up mate like I know he like ate you lot and that but like that's a bit too far you know you can't do that so what she did she went and she shagged Tartarus which is confusing because Tartarus is a place but it's also like a person which is yeah it's a bit confusing but like whatever they shagged she had a baby called Typhon and Typhon was a giant serpent winged dragon with a hundred heads and fire coming out of his mouth and everything else. That'd be horrific to pop out. <laughs> yeah, I put in the notes, but that was an interesting night in the hospital. <laughs> can you imagine? They're like, oh, we can see a head. <laughs> see two heads? Fuck me, is there a hundred more heads in there? <laughs> yeah. Are they spitting fire? Jesus Christ. It's just like they're, they're coming out with their diss tracks and... <laughs> <Mixed it>. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the hell, hell is his literal father as well, which is like mind blown. Sounds like some Elder Scrolls bollocks, but this was real. People actually believe this shit, which is nuts. Anyway, Typhon was sent to overthrow Zeus as revenge for what he'd done to Kronos. Uh, all the other gods, they're like, oh, fuck this shit. You know, have you seen this geezer? He's got a hundred heads and he's spit on fire. We're out. They bounce. They went straight to Egypt. They were like, screw this. So they leave Zeus to just 1v1 me bro on Rust with Typhon. A, a nice. big fight in shoes, but obviously Zeus is a fucking badass. So he just thunderbolts him in the face sizz, and blows him up. And that's the end of that. All the other gods are then like peep behind the corner and they're like, oh, he actually fucking won. Sick, right? This is a leader we can get behind. And then, like, the Iliad or whatever, like, the power structure of Mount Olympus was, like, fully realized. And that's how Zeus became the king of gods and rose to power and took his seat at the top of Mount Olympus. But what was he like as a god? Well, obviously, he was very powerful. He can defeat monsters and he defeated titans, he defeated giants, he could smash a shit out of other gods. What about in the bedroom? Could you smash? Yes. Oh, yeah. Yes, he can. He did a lot of smash. Uh, his first wife, Metis, that was a pretty short marriage because Zeus was also told that his father and his father before him were all, uh, you know, betrayed by their sons. So what he did was he ate his wife before she could give birth to any children so that he would break the curse of the thing. So he just ate her. That's ingenious. That's such a reason. Like, <laughs> we'd all do the same. Yeah. <laughs> that was it. 
But the thing is, is he ate her, but then Athena, the god of war, birthed out of his forehead somehow, like, because of that. But it didn't matter, like, the prophecy was already broken because he just, like, ate her and that, so it was, like, it was all good. Like, somehow, I don't, I don't really know that bit, to be honest. Um, it's a bit, I mean, yeah, it's a bit confusing. So, anyway, he had a few more wives, like, six more, and he had, like, bare children with these lot, um, like, Apollo Creed and Artemis, they were his kids. But his seventh wife... Hang on, wait, no, Apollo Creed. Yeah, you know, Apollo, the, the god Apollo. <laughs> I don't know yeah. if Apollo had a second name, and I don't know if he fought Rocky Balboa. <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> what do you oh, mean? Well. Apollo Creed and Artemis wait Fowl, the book, they were his kids. Artemis Fowl. <laughs> <laughs> Look, it's funny to make jokes about these names because they're so popular everywhere. And Hades nuts. that would be so funny if Hades had his nuts chopped off and turned into like bowling balls and then Zeus used those bowling balls to like do a strike against Tartarus and like that sent Tartarus to Tartarus 2 and he was gone forever and hell was vanished and all sin was like cleansed and humanity lived forever peaceful prosperous that would be that would be good addition to the story oh, I'm gonna write that down I'm gonna send that to the Greek lads and be like oh listen have you thought about this what the fuck are you talking about man so he's Apollo Creed and Artemis Fowl are born but his seventh wife this is the most famous and most notable wife of Zeus's and the one that was with him by his side for the like longest the rest of his life really Hera who is the goddess of women marriage children and protector of women during childbirth and interestingly enough she was also eaten by Cronus and chunder dragoned everywhere so she's actually his sister which is cool I guess Fine. yeah bit Game of Thronesy. Uh interestingly as well he also wanted to marry his mother Gaia at one point or Rhea or I can't remember who Zeus he was like Gaia he was like yeah I'll just marry her like she's powerful sweet did they have marriage the uh the yeah, yeah, because Zeus, yeah. Zeus and Hera's marriage it was a bit ropey. Um, it started pretty well. The wedding feast lasted three thousand years. So we've all been there, Christmas. Yeah, exactly. Fucking hell, you know, beers were <laughs> flowing all night long. But Zeus, he was married to the goddess of marriage, but actually he cheated on her basically all the time with no break, fathering literally hundreds of children. With gods, half gods, mortals, and even monsters, Zeus basically fucked everything. Yeah, he's very, very flawed. This actually led to a coup orchestrated by Hera. It was like they tried to put him to sleep. They were like, "Oh, wait till he's asleep," and then they put chains on him. And then all the gods were like discussing, "Oh, how are we gonna like take over and that?" And then one of them was like, "Now nah, Zeus is the true god," so she like went down into the sea and that. And got this, like, monster who's got, like, a hundred hands. And he came up and, like, broke the chains. And Zeus was like, what the fuck are you lot doing? And they were like, oh, we're, we're like, we're really sorry and that. And then I was like, that was it. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> that's we're, like, really sorry. <laughs> yeah, that's that actually really true. Happened. That actually happened. That, that yeah, actually, that actually really happened. happened. That really happened. <laughs> <laughs> that really happened. I can just imagine that. Or, like, r slash today I fucked up. Today I fucked up by chaining my husband up. <laughs> I realise I made a mistake. <laughs> <Then> me, 
Am I the arsehole? <laughs> but, but, but then I got a big sea monster to release him. Am I the arsehole? You're not a sea monster. They're called the Hundred Handers. <laughs> they're actually called the Hundred Handers. They're these like titans from the olden days who like have a hundred hands in that. Shockingly. And they came up and they broke the chains and they were like, let him out. Because he was the most powerful hundred hander. And now he's like Zeus's best mate. Um, he's right. like best man at his wedding. That. Anyway, but Zeus had many... <laughs> to get him a suit with a hundred arms. <laughs> Zeus had many children, right? Like, uh, they estimate around 93 children, something like that. Not all were gods, most were like mortals or demigods or whatever. But most notable, Heracles, who interestingly is actually Hercules. The Romans renamed him, and ever since everyone's just referred to him as Hercules... Even when he's being portrayed as Greek, they just call him Hercules, but he's not. He's actually called Heracles. So that Disney movie should be called Heracles. And like Danny DeVito should be singing Heracles the song or whatever. I can't remember how the song goes. You know, Danny DeVito's like, pretty much nailed that, yeah. You know? In a, have you seen that film? No, but what's he in the film? In the film, he's a little goat. Yeah. Oh, there's a joke about him being a tiny little goat man. Yeah. <laughs> anyway, carry on. Pam, who we've discussed, he's a goat and a man. Ham? Pan. Pan. Jam. Pan. Like a frying pan. Yeah. Like Pan's Labyrinth. Frying Pan's Labyrinth. (laughs) Terrible name. Helen of Troy, who led to the War of Troy. That's like an actual name, Helen. (laughs) I know, yeah, I know. What the fuck? He's got all these kids. Hercules. Well, let's Pan. go let's go through them. Helen. We've got Heracles, Katie. Pan, Orion, Perseus, Hermes, and Helen of Troy. Hermes. They're some of the most notable Brian. ones. Orion. Yeah. Brian and Helen. Brian. <laughs> Brian and Helen. <laughs> They're just the normal family just trying to get through. <laughs> well, like the Greek mythology stuff should be a sitcom. It's so funny. Like it's so ridiculous. Everyone's just eating their wives or their children and then like getting monsters to do their bidding and shit. It's mad stuff. It's crazy stuff. It sounds like a horrifying sitcom. They're just eating their children. <laughs> yeah, but in a funny way. Eating their children and fucking their sisters. This is horrible. <laughs> and then it that. just cuts to cuts to Brian and Helen, and they're just like trying to get the fucking sky dish to work. <laughs> you need a broom. Just poke it with a broom. No, run brooms. away. Run... Get the god of brooms. <laughs> yeah, he just comes in fucking brooms it. Like, I have done my job. <laughs> I swear now we're like, on to a winner. We couldn't get Dave Javu. <laughs> Dave Javu. At the end of every episode, Zeus just thunderbolts it because he's pissed off, which does happen in Greek mythology stuff all the time. But that's where we're at. Like, Zeus Zeus was a controversial god, right? He was praised for his strength and his wisdom, his ability to, like, withstand the throne despite all these coups and people trying to take power from him. He just, he always had, like, the best interest of humanity at hand. Like, Poseidon once said he could have taken the throne if he wanted, but he had no interest in it, and he thought Zeus was a good leader. Because Poseidon was probably more powerful than Zeus. So he's flawed, and because of this, he appeared more human. He was swayed to temptation. He wasn't necessarily omnipotent and godlike like many modern-day deities are nowadays, and people really related to him. And I think that makes him a little bit more believable, you know, all this mad shit about eating his wife and stuff. It's a little bit more like, I can see why people did relate to that, and it's lasted for a long time. I think that makes him pretty goated. <laughs> you can see why people relate to eating their children. <laughs> He didn't eat any of his kids. 
Have you ever been so hungry that you've looked at your kid and just thought, you know what? I wouldn't. I'm not gonna. But I just I could. I could not that not literally eating of the kids, but like they just did stupid shit. Like all these gods are just doing stupid shit for like wanting the power and stuff. And it's like, yeah, it's a bit comical, but like it's not. It's not so super far fetched. Like oh, just God just knows everything and does everything for like no reason. This is like super powerful. Like blah blah blah. It's not really overpowered. Zeus isn't really overpowered in that way. He's a bit more. He's a bit more grounded. And, you know, he was a great ruler. He faced every challenge to his rule head on, continued to rule effectively for eternity because technically Greek mythology never ended. It never was like a big climax. It just sort of stopped when the Christians came around and they persuaded everyone the opposite. They were like, your gods are like basically people. They're like lust and stuff. Like, that's so stupid. If they were gods, they'd be like goddy. You know, they'd like do all this shit and everyone was like, Oh yeah, fair enough. So they just like stopped believing in it, and they were like, "Well, okay, fair enough. I guess Jesus is our savior. Hallelujah!" And they were just happy days. <laughs> but um, I think that's it. I think that's why Zeus is the absolute goat. Like he's the most powerful of all the Greek gods. He he basically have anyone in a fight. He destroyed a hundred million headed typhoon dragon thing. He could definitely batter whoever Vinny said. Uh, he probably eat that guy's kids or something. And the the story of him and how he came about and like his whole life story is so complicated and crazy. It's just absolutely goated. And one of his kids is half goat. So, you know, there we go. I like it. I really like it. The thing that we have to come back to is where we started. Who has the coolest powers? Who has the sickest origin story? And who has the tightest abs? Now, what was your guy called, Vinny? Uh, Vivek. Vickery. Vivek. I knew it began with a V. Vivek. Origin story was long. Definitely had that going for it. There's a lot going on there. And in terms of powers, he does wield another man's penis. <laughs> As and if that's not pretty, that's quite alpha. <laughs> that is quite alpha. On the other hand, Zeus also has a very good origin story. Also, pretty cool powers. But, something people don't really know about Zeus, his thunderbolts, not made by him. No. Made by the Cyclopses. So he just throws them about. And later on, Hermes made them. And later on, Hermes made them. No, not Hermes, like some smith guy, sorry. Some other guy. Ignore yeah, that. Yeah, not Hermes. It's the, uh, it's the god of smithing or some shit. Yeah, I know. Yeah. yeah. Now, the other thing about Zeus did fuck a lot of his kids. <laughs> didn't he? If we're being honest, he did fuck a lot of them. I didn't read any about the kid fucking bit, but like, yeah, like, well, there was a kid, bit of kids, incestual stuff. Children. <laughs> but, like, everybody fucked mom. their own kids. Like, everybody in Greek mythology fucked their own kids and their mum. They're like, they don't really have mums and dads and sisters and brothers. They're just deities. Do you know what I mean? It's, like, fine. You're saying they're really grounded, though. You're saying they're yeah, basically but just like, like You us. said you related to them. <laughs> you said that when you heard about Zeus fucking his own kids and his mum, you related to that. You want to have a little nibble no. of your child's. No, I didn't. You said it brought you down to earth. You said that's what made it down to earth was he fucked his kids. No, no, <laughs> I was making comparison the fact that that he's he's flawed. Like he does human behaviors, like make mistakes and do <laughs> bad like shit. Kids. <laughs> not fucking kids. We all do it from time to time. Not do that. Not, not that. 
Why? Why are you? Why are you getting on that? That's not what I said. <laughs> okay. Whereas, what was his name? <laughs> Vivek. Vivek. He also not a great guy. He did hold a city hostage with a meteor, and force them to believe in him. He did then kill them all just out of spite by shoving a giant penis spear down someone's neck. <laughs> no, that didn't, that didn't kill them. That killed the mortal. But I thought when you said it killed her mortal form, it also destroyed him and that's what released the giant boulder. No, 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 no. no. He killed her because she he didn't like her and she's kind of a dick anyway. But why did he release the boulder? Well, he just fucked off, basically. He left He left that plane of existence. He was like, because his powers were going to go anyway. And he was like, "It's I might as well just fuck off while I still have these powers. Fair play. Okay. So, kind of selfish. Yeah. But, again, did he fuck his kids? No. Zeus didn't do that. It didn't. We're just, we're just trying to come to an answer here, Michael. There's no point you defending the kid fucking. We just got to accept it for what it is and move past it. He might still be the GOAT. You know, a lot of people say Michael Jackson is the greatest pop star. He fucked kids. Allegedly. (laughs) Not allegedly. (laughs) But we need to come to a conclusion. And my conclusion is this. Oh, is it going to be messy? (laughs) (laughs) My, My personal pick, because I'm a big fan of the old Goderudes, would have been um, Prometheus, mm. who gave the, the, the fire of human imagination to humanity. That would have been a good pick. Would have been, but neither of you picked it, so that's gone down the piss, hasn't it? But no, they're, they're not the options we've been given. The options we've been given are Vivek, a god from a story game, uh, from a video game, or Zeus, a god from Greek mythology. Now, I'm going to say this. I think Vivek has a lot going for him. First and foremost, didn't fuck any kids. (laughs) However, (laughs) when I think of a god, I probably would think of Zeus. Now, it is an easy answer. It was probably the easiest answer of them all. When you think of a god, you go for Zeus. But is there anything wrong with that? When you think of a great football player, you go to Ronaldo. When you think of a great (laughs) tennis player, you go to Novak Djokovic. And when you think of a god, you go to Zeus. So what I'm going to say is this. My hearing is as follows. The greatest god of all time is Zeus. However... I want to give a big credit to your man who took a bunch of mushrooms in a hotel room and came up with a religious narrative that was almost as compelling as that of an entire civilization. Yeah, I think personally... That is so impressive. I think that's the most interesting thing. Like That whole Vivek thing, if you said that was Greek mythology and then started spouting my nonsense, you wouldn't know the difference? No, you wouldn't. And I think the only reason I picked Zeus is because of the symbolism that comes with it. A lot of people know who he is, and it's like a real... He is, when you think, if you had to draw a god, even if, to be honest with you, I think if a lot of people drew, quote-unquote, god, like Judeo-Christian god, they'd draw that kind of... 
big hench, older bloke, big beard, big fucking thing, big lightning bolt. Like that's what people think of. And that's obviously, that's great. He is the GOAT. But I just, I really do think, I can't remember what you said his name was, but to be able to sit in a hotel room and write a narrative that compelling about... Especially the dick spear. Like, the dick spear is so good. It's so good. It's so weird. Where did he pull that from? It's just weird moral in law like <laughs> but i just think that's and, and it's the same dick that fathered all the kids that he then used the dick spear to kill them all with that's so good yeah i think it's because more took him as like his rape victim kind of so he was like to spite him i'm going to kill all your kids and bite off your cock <laughs> yeah that's so what good though. That's... what a twist yeah. imagine that as a game of thrones like episode ember you'd be like gobsmacked <laughs> <laughs> Cersei fashions a spear out of Tywin Lannister's <laughs> <laughs> Stretches it. But did it have the balls on the end? Like she's spinning like a pizza dough. Like. <laughs> <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> she's, she's doing tricks. <laughs> It's like rolling around here. No, anyway. Yeah, so that's my conclusion. Zeus is the greatest god of all time, closely followed by Vivek. I think, Vinny, you did a great shout and actually brought a really compelling story considering it wasn't something that existed until, like, what, 15 years ago? 20. 20. It came out 2002, 2003. Okay, well, that's, that's terrifying in its own way. But yes, so with that, does anyone have anything else to say or do? Um, thank you very much for the win. First episode back after the break. Welcome back, listeners. I hope to finish this season top of the table. Let's see, let's see if I can do it. Take Come it on, Mork fans. Keep taking it one game at a time. Come on, Mork <laughs> FC fans. Listening to the gaffer. <laughs> we got it. We got the tactics bang on today. We hit him with the old rope dope we gave him Messi, but we delivered Zeus. <laughs> <laughs> Mate, that is what it is. Greatest substitution of all time. I was so relieved that you didn't pick Messi, that you could have said fucking anyone. I was like, oh, yeah. great. <laughs> I could have gone Tolkien. You could have... Mm, <laughs> mm. Anyway, with that, if you want to watch this episode in all its somewhat unedited glory... Obviously, I will cut out the bit where Michael was quite racist. (laughs) Yeah, that bit was pretty Um, fucked up. Yeah, no. Shouldn't have him back on the show. You just can't say that. You can't (laughs) say that. Kick him on the show. It's not the 50s anymore, mate. So, if you want to watch it, do that. If you want to listen to more episodes, just fucking subscribe on your podcast player of choice and go back and listen to the fucking 36 episodes that came before this. So, tune in next week to listen to us ramble on about the greatest ridiculous sport, i.e. that one where they run down a big hill, or when they put tadpoles in their fucking wellies and have a wank or whatever. You mean tadpole welly wanging? I love ridiculous <laughs> sport. Like, have you ever heard of extreme ironing? That's a real thing. No. That's the thing, where you like do ironing on a mountain and like take a picture of you and that. <laughs> 
Well, I look forward to this. Well, that handbag. Um, it's me versus Michael. <laughs> but do you know they actually okay, call it again. football, even though it's a ha- it's, they don't use their feet and it's not a ball, it's an egg. Do you know that? It's ridic- how ridiculous is that? <laughs> I made that joke not but two minutes ago, you bastard. Okay, moving on. We'll see you next week. Have a really great welcome back from the international break. And... I don't know, fucking tell all you boys. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. Love you, bye. 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 (laughs) Bye. Goodbye. When we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for fifty to eighty percent less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at fifty dollars, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com/style for free shipping and three hundred and sixty-five day returns.